Welcome back to Fam Damn <laughs> I was gonna jump in there, but I didn't wanna ruin the vibe. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, hey. hi Courtney. How's it going? It's going. Cool. How are you? Great, great, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, just uh it's the weekend almost. Friday. Yeah, happy Friday, everyone. <laughs> or Saturday, or Sunday, or whichever day you listen to this on. It's Friday for us, which means yes. it is party and sleep as long as my toddler will let me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. How what's is, new with you? Oh, I was about to say the same thing. Well, too late. Um, What's new with me, it's... um. June. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it um, is June. I finished watching New Girl. Oh, yeah. And I feel a little lost. Oh, yeah. Like, I've created this little ritual for myself where I've been, I, I have a really bad habit of eating in bed, which was one of my arguments against having a TV in our bedroom in the first place mm-hmm. because I knew that when we would do that, I would never leave my bed. I remember that. Yeah. And it's happening. Um, so I'm not saying that I was right, but I was definitely not wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, I created this ritual for myself where I would like have dinner and turn on New Girl and just sit in bed. And then I would cuddle with Harper in bed and we would watch Meals on the Bus. And now I sit in bed and I stare at the TV and I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <sighs> oh, joy. So, yeah, um, I guess what I could say is new with me is that I am a TV showless wanderer in this world called my bedroom. Yep. <laughs> I'm not dramatic. I just don't have a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and so your life is crumbling before your eyes. Like, there's no drama. So you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I get you. So what's new with you? Um not really anything (laughs) we're really exciting (laughs) (laughs) let's see um anything new no i was watching um what's his name markiplier and friends Mm -hmm. play uh phasmophobia which those of you who don't know what phasmophobia is it's like a a ghost game a ghost hunting video game and it's really funny to watch them because it's like it's spooky and everything Mm -hmm. um and just their reactions are are gold See, we don't have friends, so we watch shows where people have friends. Yes. <laughs> it lets us know what we're missing out on and then think to ourselves, it's probably not even worth the trouble getting friends. See, you, Introversion. Don't, you don't start listening to Fam Damley because we are exciting people. Nope. You start and you stay because we are charming <laughs> and lonely. Um, (laughs) that's our charm right there (laughs) no sense of desperation i'm really proud of myself for that one that was good i'm proud of you too (laughs) sometimes i'm funny sometimes you have your moments (laughs) anyway well if there's no other really updates with uh with our life then do you want to get on with do you wanna it? Do hear a story so you can go to bed? <laughs> Always. <laughs> I'm chronically tired. Yeah. But yes, right. I would love to hear your story. You were hyping it up earlier, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, where in Europe are you most likely to get sick? <laughs> I don't know. London? <laughs> Germany. Uh <laughs> I was like, uh, what's a popular place that people are in? That's kind of where my mind was <laughs> okay, These are puns. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, this one made me laugh a lot, actually. So are you ready? Why did the Ottoman Empire change into Turkey? Why? <laughs> <laughs> because Austria wasn't Hungary anymore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I only have two jokes for you today because... I I want to kind of keep the theme of it a secret until like we get into a little bit. Oh, one of um, these yeah, stories. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there were a lot more jokes that were pretty funny, but I'm like, I'm gonna 
Oh my gosh, is this about a tomato farmer? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's actually about prisoners. Convicts. (laughs) Throwback to... Oh, what episode was that? I don't know. It wasn't that far ago. That long ago. (laughs) That far ago. What was that thing? That far back. I want to say... That long ago. 37. I don't know. I have it right here. Hey, 37. I'm good. Look at you. Getting wise with your age. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> just kidding yeah no um and this is episode 43 well we're almost to 50 get in there quarter of 100 get <laughs> in half there. of 100 <laughs> okay we need to both go to bed okay ready for the story yes <laughs> all right so a long time ago in a galaxy that is the same as our own I just like the story. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I make that joke a lot. People are probably tired of me doing that. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, like I said, gonna play kind of like a little bit, a little game. Uh, I'm gonna mention some little facts about this guy, and when you have a guess of who it is, just interrupt me and let me know what you think it is. Oh, I will. You don't have to make a game out of it. I was gonna do that anyway. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he was the second son of the ruler of. Well, I don't know how to pronounce this, to be honest. It's either Wallachia or Wallachia. It's in Hungary. I'm going to say Wallachia. Wallachia sounds magical. Yeah. Um, And it was the year 1436. How the heck am I going to guess who you're talking about if this was in 1436? Okay, just hold on. You might get it. (laughs) So he, along with his younger brother, were captives. Well, not really captives. They were being held hostage as kind of like a little, well, kind of like a peace treaty with the Ottoman Empire. Okay. Um, this was in 1442. Um, and it was kind of, yeah, like I said, just kind of like um, a little peace treaty, securing loyalty to the, like with their father sure. and everything. Anyway. Okay. So these two boys, um, the older brother of the two, oh, sorry, there were three sons, the older, oldest one of them um, and the father were killed by a Hungarian ruler in 1447. Mm-hmm. This Hungarian guy then appointed the nephew of the now dead ruler as voivod which is basically like a prince okay um the two new um the two now rulers eventually had a falling out so like this guy who killed the father and now this nephew they had a falling out um so with the help of the hungarians in 1456 our you know the main character our guy he launched an attack against wallachia to take it over um the voivod so his cousin let me know if you get lost. I, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that these are all like family affairs. Yes. I feel like. It's called fam family. <laughs> no, I mean like oh. specifically like when these big empires are all going to war with each other. It's like cousin versus cousin. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if that was a healthier way to cope. Like maybe we should just start going to war with one another and we would all um, get along better. We would win. Just kidding. I don't know. I I don't know if I have the energy to really fight, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I can't really tell you at this point if they were smarter or not. I don't know. I've never tried it, so I don't know how <laughs> it would pan out. Okay. So, our main character, he goes to attack his cousin, who is now the ruler since his dad died. Mm-hmm. And then his cousin, so the Voivod at the time, he was killed during this attack. But just because that guy died doesn't mean the work was over. Oh. Um, So our guy started to secure his place as ruler by purging the ranks of nobility and military alike. He even went to surrounding villages to plunder. For those who opposed him, he brought back to Alasia and impaled them. That's supposed to be a hint. Yeah, I got that with the... (laughs) intense stare and the emphasis of the word impaled <laughs> any Sorry. guesses yet vlad the impaler oh, you got it Nuh-uh. yeah are you serious yep. <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i wasn't sure if i was making that name up in my head <laughs> i thought i was gonna say that and you'd be like corny that's from a movie 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sure he pops up in many movies. Anyway, okay. So he was eventually Vlad. Do we now call him Vlad? He eventually was able to restore peace in his land in 1460. But now the Ottoman Sultan is demanding homage to be paid, so he sends some of his envoys to collect. However, for these envoys, they were captured and also impaled. Ooh. Rough. So Vlad went on to attack the Ottoman Empire, killing tens of thousands in the process. What is his deal? (laughs) Yeah. The Ottoman Sultan pushed to replace Vlad with his younger brother. Vlad attempted an assassination of the Sultan, but failed, which led to a lot of his men to desert him and go to his younger brother for support and everything. And due to his lack of manpower, in 1462, he went to Transylvania and approached the king of Hungary for assistance. But he was imprisoned and stayed in prison up until 1475. And not Who's really. in prison? Vlad. Oh, okay. Vlad's in prison. So not much is really said about his time in prison. It just He was there for 12, 13 years, somewhere around there. Hmm. At the request of the Prince of Moldavia, he was released and joined the Hungarian army. During, that's not a good idea. <laughs> during his time in prison, his younger brother took his spot. Um, oh, no. But he was also deflo- dethroned. Oh, okay. Vlad came back to Wallachia to chase this new guy with the assistance of the Hungarian and Moldavian armies. But that guy also came back with an Ottoman army. And during that fight, Vlad was killed. Oh. So Vlad's now dead. The end. So according Thanks to some... For coming. <laughs> So according to some historians, the way Vlad ruled, despite being brutal, was um, they said it was just. What? So, like, basically, from what I understand, from what I read, is Vlad, like, he was brutal when it came to punishment, but he was also pretty fair in his judgment to, like, say if a person gets punished or not. I don't know. I feel like, does anything really justify being impaled? Okay, no. <laughs> okay, so that's what, that's what I'm saying, is, like... His decisions were just. His way of torturing might not have been. Oh. That's what they mean by that. Okay. From what I understand, at least. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good talk. Sure. <laughs> so during his life, it is said that he killed somewhere around 60,000 people, 20,000 of which were impaled. And so I was just imagining this. I'm like, okay, this is like tens of thousands of people and they built freaking spikes pikes whatever they're called for these twenty thousand people this wasn't just a hobby no this was a freaking job it was a fetish or something i don't know know. anyway that's a lot of people it's a lot of people to be impaled yes so vlad earned the name much like his father vlad dracul meaning dragon or son of the dragon some legends of Vlad include that he was killed in some in the same fashion as his father, meaning beheaded during battle, mm. and then his head was shown off, shown off, up and down the streets, kind of like parading back and forth, like, <laughs> "Hey, we killed him." Vlad's head. Yeah. I so, mean, <laughs> he's probably like the boogeyman. Like, don't do anything bad. You could look at your brother wrong, and if Vlad says you're a bad guy. He could impale you. Yes. And this kind of goes without saying, but like a lot of his victims were also alive during the impaling. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll skip over that because we're trying to be family friendly. <laughs> Start off with a very gory we story. <laughs> anyway, so besides impaling, he also forced the Turks to remove their turbans and those that would refuse would have their turbans nailed to their head. Oh, Basically, it was like, all right, if you're not going to take it off for this, then you might as well just keep it on all the time. So. Oh, my gosh. In some of... He does not sound like a fun dude. <laughs> nope. In, um, for some of the Ottoman chroniclers, he was, um, like according to some of them, he was also a flesh-eating <gasps> devil worshiper, and he would often dip his bread in the blood of his victims. Checks. That's just legend. That checks. That's, we don't know if that's true or not, mm, but that, I mean, it just checks. legend. It checks. All right, so Vlad, his <laughs> reputation still lives on today, oh and many may say that he is the inspiration behind none other than Count Dracula. Dracula. 
There has been some debate over that, though. Um, some people argue that the author of Count Dracula, his name was Bram Stoker, uh-huh. um, that he wouldn't have been able to like know that much about Vlad to kind of base this character off of him. Well, but there are a lot of like uh, parallels between the I two. I have a theory, though. Kind of like what I was saying, how he's the boogeyman. I'm sure... excuse me i am sure parents told their kids to behave or they would get impaled oh probably you know and so those legends don't just stick in one place Mm -hmm. like people travel and and stories get told um and so i'm sure somewhere along the lines this scary story of this boogeyman mythological crazy guy who drank blood Mm -hmm. and impaled people got you know out there and he created an actual story out of it so i i don't think that's that far off to be honest yeah and that's kind of what i say that's why i say like there are a lot of like very similarities um like a lot of it would be coincidence like the name dracul dracula the i don't know there's a lot that goes into it not just that sure anyway so count dracula Dracula. being probably the best known vampire in pop culture originally a character from the book dracula written by bram stoker idea that like you could pair those two stories together because up until you just pointed it out i had no idea that there were parallels oh really yeah like i have never i mean i haven't paid attention that much but i have never paid attention to the idea that dracula was based off of vlad the impaler Mm -hmm. again i thought he was a fake person um so this is just like blowing my mind like we went from this like crazy maniac of a ruler Mm -hmm. in the 1400s to dracula (laughs) Dracula. Like, yeah. I eat cereal based off of him every year, so <laughs> <laughs> to think that we're talking about this right now makes me really excited. Good. Anyways, go ahead. Cool. So, yeah, he was written um, as a character from the book Dracula, written by Bram Stoker, like I mentioned before. Uh-huh. But the character himself has made many appearances in an infinite number of movies, TV shows, games, etc. Um, the story of Dracula is that of a Transylvanian count with supernatural abilities such as mind control and shape-shifting. It was with the tale of Dracula that fortified vampire myths like their methods of survival, i.e. drinking blood, and also methods of destruction. Vampires... Oh, sorry, this is also part of the kind of bias... Oh, not bias. uh, What's the word? Um, Stereotype? Stereotype, thank you. But that they're also... Like vampires um, being aristocrats of sorts. Okay. And, of course, with the famous vampire accent i want to suck your blood blah 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so like you know vampires being european of european descent <laughs> it's also likely that dracula was based off of another infamous european lady from royalty named elizabeth bathory who was notorious for torturing and murdering young women okay in order to acquire and bathe in and or drink their blood to keep a youthful appearance. Okay, what is with these people? I don't know. But okay, so Miles and I watched an episode of How I Met Your Father. Did you see that part? You know what I'm talking about? Were you not in the room when I this don't know. happened? Okay, so there was a part when a couple of the characters, um, they basically like were touring this celebrity's townhouse. And they went past a restricted area into, oh, like, her private part. bedroom, closet. into her closet. Mm-hmm. And she got mad and kicked him out. But then one of the girls realized that she left, like, a really valuable ring behind. So they went back to get it. And they were like, let's make a trade. Like, we caught you in a lie with this. And you're a fraud to the public. So we won't tell the public if you just give us back the ring. And then afterwards, she was like, that was a good deal. And now how about I let you have one of my designer hats for a pint of your blood? (laughs) And and it was one of those things where, like, they were kind of waiting for her to make it a joke. And then Valentina, the girl, like, obviously, she's, like, really into fashion and stuff. So she's like, only a pint? And the other girl's like, no, that's crazy. We're going. (laughs) It's like, you gotta stop giving away your blood to people. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, just, like, that stigma of, like bathing in people's blood or whatever it's like why why is that a thing and how come it was a thing all the way back then i don't i don't know anyways i don't know it's like y'all okay there have been studies like more recently you know as like the last few years Mm -hmm. that like the feces from babies (gasps) like they 
they don't inject that directly. Like they they take it and then they do something with it, some science stuff, and then Quit. it'd be like a like a chemical that's supposed to keep you young. Listen, kind of gross. Just buy petroleum jelly. <laughs> you don't need to experiment with baby poop. <laughs> like if you're that desperate, Vaseline is a thing. Uh, for Goodness, whom? people. Just kidding. Anyway. So this lady, Elizabeth Bathory, um, s- there was even speculation during the time as well, during her time, that she was also a vampire because of all these weird things that she did. Yeah, I'd believe it. Yeah. Anyway. If I lived back then. <laughs> yeah. All right. So more recent research has shown that the myth of vampires was prominent during the 17th and 19th through the 19th centuries, but it was due to certain diseases like porphyria which makes you sensitive to uv rays okay um pellagra which is a disease that thins the skin rabies which causes biting and can lead to a sensitivity to light and garlic and that one has like a 100 percent mortality rate yeah Mm -hmm. and of course tuberculosis which can make the host of it to cough up blood and also causes wasting you know knowing what we know now like i don't know how people did not go crazy with other people falling dead in the streets around them because oh, they they did yeah like i just <laughs> hence the uh belief in vampires right right okay that makes <laughs> sense but like i think about today's world and how stressed we get like knowing everything that's happening around us mm-hmm. but also would you be more stressed or less stressed if you didn't know what was happening and it was just pure chaos well you know the saying like ignorance is bliss is it is I it? don't know. I've never been to so I'm just kidding. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So in the 1800s, tuberculosis was a major problem, since at the time there was no cure or treatment, really, at all. It was kind of like, well, you're dead. Get away from me. For the people with who contracted it. Yeah. But of course, tuberculosis couldn't come out of nowhere because people didn't understand how diseases spread, apparently. <laughs> so these people believe there was only one explanation vampires vampires one such story is that of mercy brown from exeter rhode island mercy actually she was a real person um that actually lived she was a daughter of a farmer named george brown but sadly sadly for george he lost most of his family members in the late 19th century including mercy um due to due to tuberculosis that is sad it was pretty common back then to blame all these contagious diseases on one person who may have been undead. In this case, George pinned it on Mercy, having been the most recent one to die. Quote, unquote, die. Rude. The dead family members' bodies were then exhumed and investigated for any evidence of them being vampires. When they came across Mercy's body, they noticed that there were little signs of decay which would make sense since um, she, she was, was the last one buried. Well, that and she was also buried above ground during the winter. So, um, like, it was more preserved than the others. Okay. Yeah. But that wasn't a good enough explanation, so she must be a vampire. Why couldn't they just Google it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I answered my own question <laughs> earlier. Because <laughs> you're older than Google. Oh, my gosh. We're not going to go into that. So what did they do? They cut out her heart, burned it, and then this is gross um they also i read that they also in like a different article that they also cut out her liver okay and then burned both of those and they put it in a drink like the ashes (laughs) in a drink and gave to her sick brother who was also diagnosed with tuberculosis what was that supposed to do apparently they were thinking like oh hopefully this will uh help cure it whatever but he he died shortly after from tuberculosis so it's like well that didn't work Probably contracted from drinking the blood of his dead sister. Uh, maybe. No, he had it before. Oh, okay. That's why they gave it to him. Like, hey, maybe this will cure him. Back then, it was just more experimental than based on actual... Uh... Yeah. Anyway. So, apparently, the story of Mercy made it all the way to Europe, to the author of Dracula, Bram Stoker, who had the article from a newspaper clipped out, and it was found in his files after he died in 1897. Oi. So, there was also another story... Um, from Rhode Island, which was also around the same time, and is also almost as famous as the Mercy Brown story. And that is the story of Nellie Vaughan. 
Now, poor Nellie died from pneumonia and was buried at the young age of 19. The burial site was initially on her family's farm, but her mother later got permission to um, to like move it to the public cemetery. Okay. And on her headstone, there was a, a little um, like engraving that said, I am waiting and watching for you, which is like supposed to be like endearing, like I'm in heaven, I'm going to be waiting here. Sure, yeah. Um, just kind of like, you know, endearing epitaph for her family and everything. That was that word I couldn't say last time. Epitaph? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you just threw it in there so casually. <laughs> so apparently the grave didn't have um, any grass or plants growing on top of it, despite people not walking on top of it. So basically it was like barren. Okay. Um, it was just like a little side note. That's not really too pertinent to what happened, but well, people can, thought it was... Yeah, so I can see people being superstitious about that. Yeah. But, like, despite that, you know, this poor girl, Nellie, she she lived a completely normal life besides the, the pneumonia thing, like, dying okay. of pneumonia. Like, she she was raised on a farm. She was completely normal. Nothing would ever, like, make people think... That her, she was like, a vampire? Like, just, just different in general. Oh, okay. Like, it was just a normal girl who had a tragedy happen to her at the age of 19. Okay. Anyway, so... <sighs> This makes me sad. It's okay. So at a nearby school, a teacher was telling her students the story of Mercy Brown, but the the teacher that she didn't use any names or anything like that. I think she did mention that it was in Rhode Island, um, but there was zero names. She was just like thought this tale was interesting, sure. So she shared it, but people found the story so intriguing that they went out looking for, like basically going to from cemetery to cemetery trying to find something that might have been out of the ordinary and then they stumbled upon a headstone that read i am waiting and watching for you oh no oh no again this girl completely normal life nothing out of the ordinary about her at all anyway the ignorant students took this to be a sign of someone raised from the dead rather than a hopeful message to a grieving family Word spread about this gravesite, and since they assumed this was the grave of an alleged vampire, the headstone was vandalized, and at one point was even broken off and stolen. Oh. Now, the story isn't exactly of a vampiric nature, however, it does get interesting. Over time, with people visiting this grave, people started noticing something strange. Okay. When people would visit the grave... Some would report hearing a young woman's voice saying, I am perfectly pleasant. Which that, that line reminded uh, me, you remember from the uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix? Yeah. Where that little girl would be like, perfectly splendid. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, remind, that line reminded me of that. But that anyway. just like gave me full body chills. <laughs> <laughs> so there were also claims of sighting of a young woman, young woman dressed in Victorian clothing. And some people believe that this is Nellie trying to clear her name as a vampire so instead like i'm a ghost not a vampire dinguses <laughs> just kidding um but also you know that voice and spirit could have belonged to any of the people at the cemetery so who's to say yeah nelly's grave has since been relocated and un- unmarked as to protect her site of rest that's so sad i know <laughs> that made me so sad reading about that like this poor girl like she, she just wanted to rest des- in peace <laughs> she didn't want any she didn't deserve that i'm gonna be honest though i thought you were gonna tell me that they like dug up her body and no i don't think heart. it got i don't think it got that far yeah that's what i was waiting for was that like they were gonna do the same thing that they did to the other girl to mercy yeah. mm-hmm. but i mean vandalism of a grave is still not cool yeah but i'm glad it didn't go that far yeah i agree i agree all right so on to the next story peter pogodjowicz Um, He was a Serbian villager that lived during the 18th century, and he was the first in his village to succumb to some kind of sickness, supposedly tuberculosis. I don't know. The mumps. The the mumps. (laughs) Diseases aren't funny. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Following his death, there were more deaths to come, supposedly from the same sickness. However... His fellow village people <laughs> didn't believe in contagious illness, so naturally, vampire is the conclusion they came to. Fair enough. The victims on their deathbeds, deathbeds each claimed that Peter had attacked them during the night, despite him already being dead. 
even his wife and son, according to legend, claimed that um, that they saw him as well after death. He approached them asking for shoes and um, and food, but then his son refused him food. So Peter attacked him, killing him, and supposedly biting and drinking his blood. Huh. That is according to legend. There's no actual evidence on that. In the following few weeks, they eventually dug up his body, exhumed the corpse, and stuck a stake in his heart. But of course, they had to do a rather lengthy and gruesome op- autopsy to find the signs of vampirism. This is the note from um, from one of the the one who performed the autopsy. Okay. I did not detect the slightest odor that is otherwise characteristic of the dead, and the body was completely fresh. The hair and beard had grown on him, the old skin, which was somewhat whitish, had peeled away, and a new fresh one had emerged under it. Not without astonishment, I saw some fresh blood in his mouth. Oh my gosh. So kind of weird. Anyway, Um, so that's Peter. Um, what? That's a little creepy. Yeah, a little creepy. You know what (laughs) this is making me think of? Twilight. Um, Well, obviously, (laughs) but, um... So you know how, I don't know if you're going to talk about this or not, but you know how uh, cemeteries used to have, like, bells in them and how there was, like, the graveyard shift? Yeah. Because they would bury people who they thought were dead, Mm -hmm. but they weren't actually dead. Um, I I was, like, thinking about all this and how, like, he came back from the dead and was, like, asking for food and shoes and whatnot. And I had, uh, like, that mental image of that scene from brother bear <laughs> my sweet edgar sometimes i can still hear his voice quit telling everyone i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> i know my it. dad came back and asked for your shoes because i'm not dead you idiot <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> anyway sorry all right so our next supposed vampire is arnold powell parvel i think is how you parvel 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 Pavel. Parvel. No, Pavel. Pavel. That's right. Yeah. He was Serbian. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't sure if you were like just being an Australian and no, skipping no, that's, your that's R. How you would, that's how you would pronounce it. No, there's no R in it. Okay. Um, Arnold. Anyway, that's the German spelling of it. It's it's um, spelled like Powell. Okay. Um, but I think it's pronounced Pavel. Okay. I'll just call him Arnold. Um, so he's another Serbian, like I mentioned, living in a different region, but during the same time period as our last guy, Peter. He died after being thrown off of his wagon and breaking his neck. But did he die? Yeah, he did. Oh, um, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. I no, wasn't there. It was like a like an undead joke. Got, anyway, oh, got you, um, got you. Not really a joke, but anyway. Um, Death isn't funny. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it is for vampires. But the people of this time had different views on death, clearly. Prior to his death, though he made claims on multiple occasions that he had been plagued by a vampire prior to everything happening, um, and to cure the vampire he, um, the vampire plague, he ate soil from the vampire's grave and smeared himself in blood. Ew. In the next month, there were people claiming to be plagued by Arnold, who each died shortly after these claims. Two military doctors were called on the scene named Glasser and Flockinger, 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 um, to see what the deal was. 40 days following his death, you know, this guy Arnold, uh-huh. um, the villagers dug up his grave, allegedly undecomposed, um, his body. Sure, sure, sure. And sure. also had other vampiric symptoms, which I'm not really sure what that means. So they concluded he was indeed a vampire, so they staked his corpse. <laughs> These poor people. Yeah. Just like, let them leave, rest in yeah, peace. Just leave my body alone. But what's interesting is that they reported that as soon as they staked him, he let out a frightful <gasps> shriek as if he were alive. Nuh-uh. <laughs> That's just according to the reports. I don't know how true it is. They cut off the head and burned the body as extra insurance to make sure he won't come back. But five years later. No. During what? the winter, another breakout of deaths occurred. Okay. 17 people died during the winter season. Wow. Um, initially, Glasser concluded that malnutrition was the cause of these deaths, um, as it was pretty common in that region at the time. Um, but villagers weren't having that and demanded that they investigate the case as if it were a vampire attack, and they even threatened to leave the village if they didn't investigate it as such. Okay. It ended up being, like, 
this actually wasn't Arnold who the villagers thought was doing this. It was two of his victims. Oh. That, I mean, it was five years later, so that plague either lasted a long time or something. But anyway, so two of these people that died early on, um, I think one died during childbirth or something like that. Oh. But anyway, there were two young women and they claimed that these two young women were the cause of all those deaths that happened. But anyway. Dang. So last story I want to share is more personal to me. It's me. I'm the vampire. I knew it. (laughs) Just kidding. It's a story that takes place in Bulgaria. In 2004, archaeologist Petr Balabanov discovered six skeletons pinned to the ground with iron rods through their chests. Bojidar Dimitrov from the Bulgarian National History Museum says that this was common practice up until the 20th century in many Bulgarian villages, and it was just to make sure that they stayed pinned to the ground in the event they became undead. So um, apparently this wasn't the only case of them finding pinned skeletons as well. They also found, I think they said like, hundreds of grave sites or something hundreds of skeletons uh-huh. with pins so like like it um it says that it was pretty common practice so people didn't come back from the dead okay um but that specific article um i don't know if you'll remember but megan i can't remember if it was before my mission after my mission whenever it was um she sent me an article about that okay. specific thing and i'm like that is really interesting but anyway yeah i definitely don't remember that yeah it was. It would have been before we, yeah. before we met. But <laughs> I know, but you asked me if I remember. Yeah. Um, you... No, I don't know if Megan would remember. Oh, I thought you said yeah. if I would remember. <laughs> um, you should say more things in Bulgarian. Like what? I don't know. No, I'm good. Just make me fall in love with you again. <laughs> You're already in love with me. Come That's on. fine. Come on. <laughs> nah, people won't understand it, so it's fine. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Just say, like, happy birthday. Um, just eat roast and then. Oh, that was good. You're welcome. <laughs> it's not even your birthday. <laughs> Felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> you dog. <laughs> All right. Um, since we got a little bit of time, since this didn't take me as long as I thought it was you going to. You didn't cover my favorite vampires. Which ones? Edward Cullen. I'm not going to. Oh, come on. <laughs> Vampire, I mean, okay, vampires play a lot in pop culture. So, yes, there is the Collins. <laughs> um, who's your favorite of the Collins? Jasper. Same. I like Jasper. He can definitely swing a baseball bat. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he can hit that ball. Uh, we, well, we had talked about Robert Pattinson, like, what was it, last episode? Yeah, we when we talked about, about Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, of course, I got excited. I was like, yes, this is coming back. <laughs> I figured you were going to bring it up at some point. That's why I didn't put it in my notes. But well, I, I was right. And funny enough, I'm actually almost done with um, Salem's Lot by Stephen oh, yeah. King, which is about vampires. Nice. And uh, I don't want to spoil the book for anyone if you haven't read it, but it's also like pretty old so if you haven't read it yet shame on you just kidding (laughs) but i'm essentially at the part of the book where like the whole town is just turning into vampires and so spoiler damn yeah (laughs) it's pretty intense um there is actually a character that was one of the main characters that turned and they still or he still like goes to this character's like point of view Mm -hmm. and so it's interesting because she'll talk about like her thirst and i'm like oh I was not expecting to be inside a vampire's head, <laughs> even <Oof>. slightly, yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty interesting. But what I thought was interesting was that um, at the beginning of Salem's Lot, Stephen King writes like a little, was it prologue? Was that before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's literally just like him kind of journaling about his journey into writing the book. And at the very end of this uh little journal entry he's like um so if you don't believe in vampires or something like that he was like just know that while i was writing this i did believe wow and it was one of those things where like he said it in such a way that i like got super chills and i was like i'm so excited to read this book (laughs) anyways it's a cool book so it's just it's funny because i literally i'm reading it like i was gonna go read it after we finished recording 
and that was our topic for tonight yeah (laughs) synchronicities as they say also can we just point out the fact that i could guess um vlad the impaler yeah i'm really impressed that you did that but i couldn't guess the second president of the united states (laughs) (laughs) well it's not that you couldn't guess it's that you didn't know but the thing but is, but you skipped that, that day in in elementary school. Sure. We, we talked about that. <laughs> Mike, I honestly couldn't tell you if we talked about Vlad the Impaler in high school. We probably did, but I definitely know we talked about the presidents at some point. <laughs> yeah, oh and especially gosh. like John Adams, who was like one of the main architects of the Constitution. <laughs> but that's okay. We, we don't have to talk about uh, it if you don't want that's to. That's so funny. I was like <laughs> kicking myself when I like blurted out vlad the impaler and you were like yeah i'm like there's no way <laughs> there's no freaking way nope you you nailed it i honestly didn't expect you to get it at that point i was hoping like saying impaled yeah with emphasis would kind of point it out but i'm like i don't even know if she knows who this person is because i forgot about him before yeah like, up until i read this i'm like oh yeah i remember reading about that no i genuinely i genuinely thought i was gonna say that name and you're gonna be like corny that person doesn't even exist <laughs> nope you oh. nailed it just like he nailed uh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly too soon i mean it's been like six thousand years six thousand yeah six hundred six hundred <laughs> <laughs> math isn't mathing today oh my gosh <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's like that one thing, that one time, I can't believe I'm about to tell this on our podcast, but... Do it, no shame. (laughs) I was one of those people that fell for that stupid joke where someone posted on, like, Facebook and they were like, isn't it crazy? (laughs) I hate myself. Oh, isn't it crazy that our children's children are going to see the year 3000? remember that and i was uh, like miles that's so cool and you were like maybe the year tw- or you know 2100 not 3000 mm-hmm. and i was like oh <laughs> i skipped 900 years <laughs> i think you're thinking of the uh, jonas brothers song where it's like <laughs> they only say like great 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 great, 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 great. three greats yeah three greats so, like that's n- nowhere near enough greats no like it was like an actual thing that i saw on Facebook. i know somewhere. i know what you're talking about but i'm yeah. i'm pretty sure that like that song is like somewhere embedded in your mind it's like oh that's only three <laughs> greats that's like that's three generations or four generations like <laughs> anyway oh five generations gosh. how many no, generations i just remember like Whatever. saying that so confidently <clears throat> to you and you were like oh honey at least you're pretty <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my yep. gosh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I'll mention this hero quickly as well. So right, vampirism, like the, the myth of vampires, not necessarily the name, but like the, the creature tied to that name and everything. Uh-huh. It, um, there are apparently records of it existing way back to like Egyptian, Mesopotamian times. Ooh. But yeah, so that's kind of interesting. And that also, also makes you wonder, like, what were people witnessing? I don't know. That would make them think that these it are was, real. It was a different time. And this is this is something interesting as well. It's like, you know, if we ever are able to accomplish, you know, time travel mm-hmm. or something like that, which I'll go on I'll go on another time ten, uh, time travel rant, like, at a different time. Um, but, like, if we're a- ever able to make that work, that's something I would die to see. It's like, what was it like? Even just being a, a fly on the wall for it. I, I just want to know what life was like and what actually happened because there's the conspiracies like oh aliens help build the pyramids or whatever it is uh-huh um lizard people lizard people <laughs> i cannot go an episode without bringing that up nope sorry, and that's fine no, sorry that's fine love me your vampires head. are lizard people i'm just kidding visit lizard people are vampires maybe vlad is a vampire vlad the impaler but yeah there were that that just be interesting to see is like just everything that happened back there and like what, because so much of history has been lost like so mm-hmm. much of history. And yeah. it'll just be interesting to go through and see like what things did did we miss that like helped shape, I don't know science for example and like what we know about stars because there were tons of, uh what are they called, 
like astrologists back then as well. Uh-huh. So I don't know. It's just interesting thing about. Can you imagine being from the 1400s? Yes. And time traveling to today. Oh, that would be that'd be wild. And seeing because there are people who like literally alter their bodies and appearances to look like vampires. Mm-hmm. Like you've heard of people who will put like implants in their foreheads to mm-hmm. have horns. Yep. And people who tattoo their faces. Yep. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, I mean, sure, whatever floats your boat, but I mean, like, that's not a, in my opinion, it's not a good look. Well, can you just imagine, like, never seeing anything like that and then coming here and we're like, <laughs> you believed in vampires and they're like, you look like that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry. No offense. I don't think, um, I don't think any of those people are our <laughs> listeners, so we're good. Maybe Mariah on Halloween, but... <laughs> Okay, I'm glad you said on Halloween because I was like, when, since when does she have a face tat? <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> I mean, she does work for that uh, Haunted Forest thing. Yeah. So she gets to dress up like that every so often. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, vampirism goes back quite quite far. That's, it's that's interesting. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, also, part of the myth, like, you know, redheads and everything, is that back then people well i don't know back back then because i don't know when the first redhead was but like <laughs> when redheads were a little bit more i guess common yeah a lot of people since you know since we're all pasty wise it is yeah we um like you know people speculated that redheads are vampires i can see that yeah you also anyway. sparkle in the sun <sighs> yeah not against uh sorry yeah against my will and then one last thing. This is for our listeners. So if you're ever wanting to repel vampires, here are a few tips. Number one is garlic because vampires hate garlic. Number two, carrying a crucifix and holy water because vampires hate Christianity. <laughs> Number three, don't go out at night because vampires like nighttime. Number four, mirrors and sunlight because vampires, sorry, because <laughs> vampires hate mirrors and sunlight. <laughs> Do you know why? <laughs> why what? The mirrors thing. Because they can't see their reflection? Yeah, do you know why? Um, because they have no soul? No, it's because mirrors back in the day used to have a layer of iron behind them. Oh. And iron would, like, um, what's the word? Like, repel them. And so it would repel their reflection as well. Cool. But in today's world, they don't do that anymore. And so most likely if vampires did exist, they would be able to see their reflection today. Interesting. Yeah. Which means they're among us and we just don't know. Okay, I, I have more tips. Okay, go ahead. Number five. <laughs> Sorry. What st- don't they like? <laughs> A stake through the heart. Sorry. <laughs> stake A stake through the heart because vampires <laughs> hate stakes in their hearts. <laughs> and the last one is to decapitate and burn the body. <laughs> Let me guess. They don't like being decapitated or having their bodies burned. <laughs> yep. In my notes, here's, here's what I wrote. I wrote, let's see if I can. Like, <laughs> this probably isn't funny to most people. It was funny to me. I think I'm funny. Um, so decapitate and burn the body because vampires hate having their head detached and their bodies turn to ash. <laughs> see, like thinking about it I'm like i'm probably not that funny but i am oh no you're very funny i especially <laughs> love it when you think you're so funny that you laugh at your jokes i do the same thing <laughs> it's my favorite thing is when someone is so into what they're saying that they react like that <laughs> jess and i got into a really long conversation about this last time i was there just how like we are the funniest people that we know and <coughs> Like, you know it's going to be good when you are laughing at your own joke before you tell it. Yeah, but then it's awkward when, like, you laugh at the joke and then you tell Nobody the joke. Else you like laughs. make it th- Yeah, exactly. You make it through the joke after, like, maybe three tries and then nobody laughs at the joke. I'm like, that was freaking funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, come on. You're supposed to understand. That's, that's happened to me one too many times in my life, but... <laughs> Not even one too many. Just a lot of times. I feel like that happens with you and I together. <laughs> Probably. Like we do it to each other. Yeah, but we're used to each other, so. <laughs> Mine is usually like, I'm sleep deprived and I'm showing you TikToks that I think are hilarious. And you're like, now, now, Courtney, turn around and close your eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yours are like vampire puns. 
Just kidding. <laughs> well, they're not really puns. It's just like, it, it, it's funny. <laughs> Repetition is funny. Don't, I don't care who you talk to. <clears throat> or who says otherwise. <laughs> a steak through the heart, because vampires hate steaks in their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're good. Sorry, everyone, if it's like, that you have to suffer through my, my humor. See, this is why they stay. But... It's not because we're exciting people. It's, <laughs> it's because we're, we're funny. It's because we have charm. We are entertaining. We laugh at our own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if no one's going to laugh at... I mean, yeah, no one else is going to laugh at them, so we have to. Exactly. I'll laugh at my own jokes enough for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I just proved that just now, so... Anyway, but yeah, vampires. There are a lot more cases and stuff like that, but... Uh, going through my notes i'm like wow i already have a lot this is probably going to take me a whole hour uh, which it ended up not taking the whole hour but you know here we are um but yeah vampires are they real yes all right well thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of your favorite podcast ever fam dameling don't if forget you- to oh. like and subscribe and tell your friends yes tell your friends that's the most important part and like and subscribe it's all important um but if you have any recommendation stories that you recommendation stories stories that you want us to cover i'll just say it like that um just send those recommendations in to famdamlypodcast at gmail.com you can also find us on social media media facebook instagram tiktok youtube twitter now even though we don't really we're not very active on twitter at the moment but we'll get there we're not really active on a lot of social media true like you forgot to post last week's episode but (laughs) i'm a human i'm not a vampire (laughs) uh yeah i guess now is the time to tell y'all if a vampire comes knocking just close the door (laughs) oh yeah there's a whole myth of like vampires can't come in unless you invite them in yeah so don't invite them in no just 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 close the door i mean yeah that's part of it just close the door or More direct just, approach or just keep swimming you know <laughs> i'm sure they don't like water i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway all right see you guys next week bye